I know, and I know that you probably know too, how easy it is to get sucked into a negative hole with endometriosis, right? We start thinking about worst case scenario. We start catastrophizing things. We like get down in this negative pit because it seems like nothing can go right. But a lot of the times like our, the way we're like looking at things and the way that we are viewing our circumstance, right, is not making it any better, right? And so it's not don't ever feel bad feelings ever. It's how can I shift my perspective on this? Because I can't change the circumstance, right? We can't change the things that happen to us. We can't control that, but we do get to control how we respond. Hi, and welcome to the Endo Babe podcast. I'm your host, Chelsea Bree. I'm an ultrasound tech turned endometriosis coach, positivity and self-love advocate, a seven on the Enneagram, and I am a proud dog mom. And I'm on a mission to help you live more positively with endometriosis and be happy in your body. On the Endo Babe podcast, we're going to dive deep into all things endometriosis, mindset, self-love, health, and so much more. This is a badass podcast for badass endo babes, and I want you to leave this podcast feeling inspired and empowered on your own health journey with more confidence and the belief that you too can have more good days than bad. Are you with me, babes? See you in the podcast. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Endo Babe Podcast. I'm so excited to share today's episode with you. So we're going to be chatting a lot about fear. And I have a technique that I want to share with you guys. It's a life coaching technique that can really help you overcome any type of fear, really. And it really helps you just understand that like your thoughts create your reality, right? And so what this technique is called is CTFAR. I've also heard it referred to as BTFAR, but really it's the same thing, right? And so it something that I use in my my coaching and so it's something I teach my clients because it it works right and so the idea behind it is that your thoughts create your feelings your feelings create your actions and your actions create your results right and all of these are triggered by a circumstance that is neutral right it has no positive or negative meaning to it I mean it could have a lot of negative meaning but we attach the that negative meaning to it ourselves right and really like, so it's called CTFAR. So it's a circumstance, thought, feeling, action, result, right? And what this means is that it essentially proves the original thought. So whether the original thought is positive or negative, CTFAR is going to prove that thought, right? Because whatever you believe to be true is going to be true for you, right? Whether it's actually true or not, right? Or if it's just like an a belief that you've held since childhood that you didn't really like understand what it actually means for you and how it's affecting your life, right? And so if you believe that you can't do something, you're probably not going to be able to do it, right? And if you believe that you can do something, you're going to try your hardest, you're going to do all of the things, you're going to change your thoughts, you're going to change your actions, you're going to get different results because you're going to believe that it's going to happen, right? And so this basically this technique you can use for overcoming fear. You can use for, um, it was really powerful. Um, and just like reframing your thoughts around your endometriosis in general. Right. And oftentimes like the results end up reinforcing the negative or the positive thought. Right. And negative thoughts reinforce negative results, positive thoughts reinforce positive results. Right. 
And so I'm going to kind of break this down for you before I give you a bunch of examples, right? But again, like the circumstance is it's something that's not in, inherently negative or positive, right? It's your job, your boss, your endometriosis, painful sex, right? And we assign negative or positive meaning to the circumstance, creating negative or positive thoughts, feelings, actions, or results, right? And this isn't like no bad feelings ever, only positive shit, whatever that is. Um, this is helping you to reframe because I know, and I know that you probably know too, how easy it is to get sucked into a negative hole with endometriosis, right? We start thinking about worst case scenario. We start catastrophizing things. We like get down in this negative pit because it seems like nothing can go right. But a lot of the times like our, the way we're like looking at things and the way that we are viewing our circumstance, right? Is not making it any better, right? And so it's not, don't ever feel bad feelings ever. It's how can I shift my perspective on this? Because I can't change the circumstance, right? We can't change the things that happen to us. We can't control that, but we do get to control how we respond, right? And so that's the idea behind this as well is that we get to choose to either think positive or negative thoughts, right? And they can be a mix of both, whatever. But just for the sake of this, I'm going to do negative and positive. But again, this is not whatever that's called. Positive vibes only, whatever. Um, that's not what this is. This is a proven life coaching method. I, yeah, I'm going to explain like the different parts of this. And then I have a couple examples for you guys, right? And so it's important for us to like understand the different components of each thing, right? Before we can implement it. So let's start with the circumstances, right? And so essentially the, the circumstance is a fact, right? It's something that everybody can agree on. It's neutral and it's not something we can control, right? Like I weigh this much. I have endometriosis. I have this job, you know, like it's just a circumstance and something that happens to you that can trigger thoughts, feelings, actions, and results, right? But it isn't inherently good or bad. It's just kind of neutral, right? Like it's raining today. You know, the project's due tomorrow. I haven't received an email from this person, like just straight up facts, right? And so again, they're neutral, there's not good or bad. We assign negative or positive meaning to these circumstances that happen in our life, even though sometimes like endometriosis and illness and things like that seem bad because they are kind of shitty. Um, for the sake of this, again, circumstances are neutral, right? And so we assign good or bad based on the thoughts that we think about all of these things. Right. And so the second part of this is thoughts. Right. And so thoughts are just that they're thoughts, they're sequences in your head. Right. We have about 60 million or 60,000 thoughts per day. Right. And most of those thoughts that we are thinking are repetitive. Right. And so if you something I do with my clients, right, is that you write out what you're thinking. Right. Because over and over, over like a week, you'll notice 
most of the things that you're saying to yourself are negative and most of them are repetitive, right? They're the same things over and over again, like, oh God, I'm so fat or whatever it is, you know? And typically like we are, we think things unintentionally, like our brain just automatically thinks, like our heart automatically beats. We can't control that, but we can control the second thought, right? And we can choose, we, the, we can't choose the first automatic thought, but we can choose the second intentional thought, right? Thoughts are not circumstances. Thoughts are not true, right? They're true beliefs. I mean, I guess they can be like true to you based on where you are in your healing journey and your personal development journey. Like you can believe that your thoughts are facts, right? But most of the things that we say to ourselves are not facts, right? They're, they're inherently mean. <laughs> We're really mean to ourselves. And thoughts are not circumstances. They are not facts, right? And so when we've added descriptive words onto them or opinions or any of those things, right? Like those are not facts. They're not circumstances. They're not inherently true, right? And again, we can't control our first thought, but we can choose our second thought and we get to choose if that thought's going to be positive or negative. And that will be important later when I explain the breaking down of everything, right? Um, so the next one is feelings, right? So feelings are energy moving through your body, right? Emotions like moving energy, right? They're vibrations inside of your body. And when we use this model to describe feelings, what that essentially means is that you can describe them in one word, right? So like angry, sad, um, anxious, resentful, frustrated, proud, fearful, confident, overwhelmed, like all of these feelings that you can feel inside of your body that are a result of your thoughts, right? And so because the way our brain has developed to avoid pain over and over again, like we we typically avoid, resist, and react to the negative emotions that are inside of us, right? And when we learn to like acknowledge those and notice them and name them, right, we can experience them and move them through. If you want to talk or learn more about emotions, go back to a couple podcast episodes ago. Um, we talked about like how to process emotions and how to, um, like move emotions through your body and things like that. Right. And the funny thing is like a lot of people actually confuse thoughts and feelings, right? Because you think something really mean or you like somebody says something to you and it hurts your feelings, right? And you think like, I'm upset because so-and-so said this thing to me, right? But the thought that you're having about the circumstances that somebody said something mean to you <clears throat> is a thought, right? Not a feeling. The feeling is how your body reacts to those thoughts. If that made sense. Um, but being able to distinguish between your thoughts and your feelings is important for this exercise and just in general, right? Um it's critical in helping you feel better really and like understanding that your thoughts can cause your feelings and just like how you learn how to feel better without changing the circumstance in general right and so we have your circumstance and your thought creates your feelings right and then however you feel is how you act right and so your the next one is actions and so actions are what you do right what you don't do what you react to um, basically actions, inactions, and reactions, right? 
And in the self-coaching model, which is the CTFAR, your feelings cause your actions, your inactions, or your reactions, like I was just saying, right? So for example, if you're feeling really upset about something, um, and so you, and, and a result, like you don't do something because you're feeling really upset about something, that is the action that's being taken or not, like the inaction that's being taken, right? Inaction is still an action, just like it's still a choice, right? Um, and so all of these are kind of based on your feelings that cause them. And so if you're not taking actions and you're wondering why you're not taking action on something, ask yourself, like, what feeling do you feel right now? And where am I feeling it in my body? And how can I process this so that I can take action, right? Because typically if we're not taking action, it's because we're like scared of something or we have like a fear coming up or another feeling that's preventing that action from being taken, right? What's the last part is results and results. Basically what that means is that they are consequences or outcomes from our actions, thoughts, and feelings, right? Actions and actions and reactions, I guess. Um, if you're going by this model. So the results are directly caused by the actions you take, the actions you don't take, or the reactions you have based on your feelings, right? And so using the model, right? The problem with most coaching, I guess I would say, um, is that it focuses solely on changing your actions, right? But if you just focus on like doing the tangible things and just changing like your like this is perfect for endometriosis, it's like just changing your diet and just doing the physical things without addressing like your thoughts and your feelings, right? You're going to be doing all of the things and feeling like you're hitting your head on a wall, right? Because you're not doing like the basics of what actually help create sustainable change, right? Which are your thoughts, beliefs, and feelings about your body, about yourself, about your endometriosis, all of the things, right? Depending on what result you're trying to get, right? So to go through this again, your circumstances are neutral. They are facts. Your thoughts cause your feelings. Your feelings cause your actions and your actions cause your results, right? And so I'm going to give you guys some examples. So essentially you want to start in the negative. So you want to do the negative first so you can see where you're getting caught up. So on a piece of paper, right? like vertically C-T-F-A-R, right? Write it down vertically down the paper, right? And so we'll do the negative first, right? So your circumstance is a fact. I have endometriosis. The thought that comes to mind when you think about your circumstance and make sure it's not a feeling, right? So your circumstances, I have endometriosis. The thought that arises when you think about your circumstance what came to me first was like, I'm in stuck and I'll always, or I am stuck and I will always be in pain. And so next, how do you feel about that? How does that make you feel? Right? Resentful, crushed, bitter, angry, right? One word feelings. What action are you going to take when you feel resentful, crushed, bitter, and angry? Right? Most likely, like, complain, compare, criticize, feel like a victim, feel sorry for yourself, simply just do nothing, and remember that inaction is an action, right? And so what result are you going to anticipate from doing all of those things, right? You're going to stay where you are, stuck and in pain. 
right? And so the idea behind doing the negative first is that you need to discern whether your thinking is serving you or hurting you, right? This is the gift of self-awareness. How are my thoughts affecting my reality? How are my thoughts creating and keeping me where I am right now? Like, why am I not getting the results that I'm wanting to get? Right? So you have to get like actually very honest with yourself and ask those questions, right? Right? And when you, if you don't like, if you think that your thoughts aren't serving you, right? How can you change them, right? Because we can reframe our thinking by using this model and choose a new thought that's going to spark a new feeling, that's going to create a new action and get the positive result that we want, right? And so you can. Your circumstance is always going to stay the same, right? We can't control that we have endometriosis. We can't change that we have endometriosis. It is a fact. It is something that we have, right? And essentially, so you do the negative first, and then you're going to do the positive. But instead of working from the top down, like we did in the negative, like circumstance, thought, feeling, action, result, you're going to work backwards. So you're going to write down your circumstance. I have endometriosis, right? And then you're going to go down to your desired result. And so I'm going to ask you, like, you're going to work up backwards. So what result do you want? All right. And so for this example, the result I'm wanting, it's more days with less pain. Okay. Well, what actions do I have to take to be able to get that result, Right work on my mindset, do my daily habits, eat really healthy, right? And when I'm working on my mindset and doing my daily habits, like changing positive, like creating positive habits and eating really healthy and like doing all the things for my endometriosis, like how do I feel? One word, empowered, right? And then when I'm feeling empowered, what thoughts do I have, right? How can I change my thoughts to make me feel empowered, Right, so it's something that you can say like, I didn't choose to have endometriosis, I'm not stuck, I have the power to change my life, right? And so when we can move through this, like back down positive, like I have endometriosis, the thought that I'm having is an empowered thought, right? So I didn't choose to have endometriosis, I'm not stuck, I have the power to change my life. How does that thought make you feel? Again, it makes you feel empowered, when you feel empowered, what kind of action do you take, right? You take that positive action that are going to get you the results that you want. You're going to work on your things daily. No matter how you feel, you're going to show up. You're going to continue to improve and do things that are just good for your health, right? And then the result that you're going to get is more days with less pain, right? And so again, I have... I have another example kind of related to sex for you. So we're going to do the negative first, right? So say your husband doesn't initiate sex with you, right? Like what thoughts come up when that doesn't happen? Like I'm not wanted and I'm not attractive to him anymore, you know? And when those thoughts arise, like how do you feel? Sad, embarrassed. What actions do you take when you feel sad and embarrassed? right? You don't initiate sex or talk to him about it. And so you kind of like close off sex altogether, right? And so the result of that is my sex life isn't what I would like it to be, right? And so we can shift this 
So next time your husband doesn't initiate sex, even though you want it, right? If you want your sex life to improve, what do you need to do? Your action is that you initiate sex, right? And when you initiate sex, like how do you feel? Confident, empowered? And what thoughts do you have? Like his actions don't have power to control my feelings. I do. He doesn't make me feel. I make me feel. Like if I feel sexy in my body, I can initiate sex, right? So my husband doesn't doesn't initiate sex my thought is his actions do not have power over my feelings I control my feelings if I want to feel sexy I feel sexy right and when you have those thoughts how do you feel again confident and empowered and so then you initiate sex you know and then your sex life improves and so this can be used for literally anything um and just helps you shift the way that you feel about things how you think about things and helps you get different results so this is really powerful if you are really needing a change and you're really like feeling like you're stuck and you're hitting your head on a wall and you're doing all of the things but nothing's working it's probably because you have thoughts and feelings that are kind of counterintuitive to the results that you actually want so I'd highly recommend doing this exercise, writing it all down, um, and then going through the journal prompts that I, that I gave you in this episode, right? Because again, like whatever we believe is true for us. So what do you want to believe, right? We're consciously creating our reality all of the time. Every decision that we make is a decision for future us, right? And so what does future you want, What kind of life do you want? What kind of feelings do you want to feel? What kind of results do you want in the future, right? And you can use this model to help you get them. Just another, like this model is fantastic, right? But another kind of fear that I've run into a lot with my clients, right, is that they have this fear that they're never going to have the sex life that they want because they have pain. And I just want you to remind you that like your sex life gets to look however you want, right? And you can use this model to help you overcome that fear, right? Because the mindset shift that's kind of needed is that, and what I I recommend that they journal on and write mantras about and put them fucking everywhere all over their house and their phone, everything, right? It's like, I deserve to still have pleasure in my life even when I do have pain, right? And so how does that, how does that mindset shift make you feel, right? Because the mindset shift is your thoughts. If you're scared that you can't, ever have the sex life that you want because you have pain, like the thoughts that you think are going to create your reality, right? And so I deserve to still have pleasure in my life even when I do have pain. So what actions are you going to be taking because of that thought, right? Because that thought makes you feel more empowered. And so action, strategy, same thing, right? You're going to honor your pleasure and experiment and discover what works best for you and your personal body and what you like and you don't like, right? What's the result of that? that your sex life gets to be exactly how you want it to be, right? You get to still have a sex life that works for your unique body, right? Because we're all unique. We all deserve pleasure. Pleasure is our birthright, right? So just because we have endometriosis doesn't mean that we can't ever have sex or have the sex life that we want, right? It just might look different, And not all sex has to be penetration and not all sex has to look like porn or what we see in the movies, you know, like it's to be exactly what you want it to be. And that's kind of the fun of it, right? Is that you get to experiment and discover what works for your unique body 
and what you like and what you don't like. So I love you all. If you have any questions about this, you can always email me or my DMs are always open. I hope you have a fantastic day and I'll catch you on the next episode of the Endo Babe podcast. Oh, babe, thank you so much for taking the time to listen today. I had so much fun and I'm so fucking grateful for every single one of you. If you thought that this was helpful or you loved any part of this podcast, I would love, love, love for you to screenshot it and post it on Instagram at Chelsea Bree, C-H-E-L-S-E-A-A-B-R-I and take me. I would love to see what you're getting out of the episodes. It makes me so happy. I would also love it if you'd subscribe to the podcast and leave a review because that just helps other wonderful endo babes find me as well. I adore you and I believe that you don't deserve to feel like shit. You deserve to have a normal life despite endometriosis. So I love you so much and I hope you have a wonderful day and I'll catch you on next week's episode of the endo babe podcast.